Hey beauties, welcome to the Clean Beauty Podcast. Did you know that unlike most everything else in America, cosmetics are not regulated? This means that corporations can use thousands of potentially harmful ingredients that I personally know can cause health problems. I'm your host, Cassandra McClure. I've been in the beauty business for over 10 years as a celebrity makeup artist that advocates for safer and more sustainable cosmetics. Join me each week for important news, exclusive interviews, and more on the clean beauty revolution. This episode is proudly sponsored by LashFinder.com, a patent-pending tool that I developed to be the quickest, easiest, and safest way to apply lashes on yourself and clients. If you've ever tried applying lashes, you either use your fingers, which is pretty hard to master, a pair of tweezers, which can be super scary, or you were lucky enough to have a friend like me help you. Those days are long gone with Lash Binder, an applicator that'll have you looking fabulous in under a minute. Are you ready to say goodbye to expensive, damaging, and time-consuming lash extensions or hours spent in the mirror applying makeup? Don't you wish you could apply lashes easy and just go? Let your skin glow and your confidence skyrocket with the perfect pair of lashes applied with Lash Binder. Lash Binder is truly the lash tool you'll ever need. Be the first to get your hands on one today exclusively at LashBinder.com. Be sure to find us on Instagram at LashBinder, L-A-S-H-B-I-N-D-E-R. Links in the show notes. Happy lashing. Hello, beauties. This week, we have a very special bonus episode, which is this one right here. And it is related to clean beauty, but it's not all about clean beauty. It's about Altitude Summit. I just got back, and while it's fresh in my mind, I wanted to share my experience, my likes, my dislikes, some tips and tricks if you're planning on going in a future year, and just all things conference, summit, and speakers, and all of the fun stuff that happened. I'm going to kind of take you through my journey in all things alt, how I found out about it. Um, and just kind of give you guys a little background on why I was there in the first place. So last year, one of the gals in my rising tide Silicon Valley chapter, um, basically nominated me, asked me to apply at Alt Summit. And she suggested that I, I speak on clean beauty. So of course I take every opportunity And I wrote them my pitch for clean beauty is better than you think. And a few weeks later, I was approved to be a speaker. And so I got to conduct a workshop um, and have an hour long presentation. It was amazing. And really what happens is if you become a speaker for Alt Summit, you basically get a ticket in exchange for your time and expertise. And so I bought a ticket on Black Friday. This is the first tip when talking about getting flights and hotels. I actually waited for a big deal. I usually wait, um, if I can, once a year and buy tickets online on Black Friday or, you know, like during a a sale. And so that's what I did. And I think my flight was like $90 round trip on United, but I actually feel like I paid more for bags. And that was um, tip number two, I ended up taking a lot of stuff because I had a a big workshop and um, a lot of products that I was giving away. And so I would suggest trying to fly with Southwest or one of the other airlines that doesn't charge so much for baggage because I had to pay $30 a bag each way, which adds up fast. Um, And really, I ended up staying at this Saguaro. Um, It's in Palm Springs. It's one of the main hotels that the conference um, kind of happens at this year was their 10 year anniversary. And it was the first time that they had multiple venues for one event. And usually out summit is three days long and they decided they wanted to do six days. I'm sure if you guys have listened to previous episodes, you'd see that, um, I've been talking about it a lot and promoting it because I was just so excited to go with thousands of women 
entrepreneurs to this summit that happens once a year. And because it was their 10 year anniversary, they wanted to make it really big and have lots of parties and lots of speakers and lots of celebrations. And so they split it up between the Riviera, Riviera Hotel, the Ace Hotel, the Saguaro, and one other one. Did I say Riviera? Um, and what they also did that they had never done in previous years is a marketplace. So I also teamed up with Tyla at Aether Beauty Co., and we got to work together while I applied makeup from her eyeshadow palettes, their diamond and um, crystal infused eyeshadows that are sustainable, cruelty-free, vegan, um, non-toxic, just amazing shadows. I just love them. And so while I did demos with Lash Binder, I, um, I did a little shadow on each person that came and sat down and I did over 150 women over the two days. So I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but... Um, I must say that if you are going to alt, you have to understand you're going to be walking a lot and it's going to be hot and you should maybe even take layers because it almost like gets kind of chilly at night and it's hotter during the day. And even though the buses are going like shoes and clothes are super important. I wear dresses. And so for me, it was easy to get like a chiffon and then have like a little sweater I wore over if I got cold. But I made sure to bring like all flats. I only brought two pairs of heels just for the evening for a dinner and um, an event. So definitely find comfortable shoes. And you can actually find so many cute, comfortable shoes. Now I went to Nordstrom Rack and I got like pointy toe flats and I got so many compliments and they were like 1049 because I go through shoes so fast. So I found these they were like shiny, like really fun, festive shoes that like I would never wear anywhere else, but like worked for all summit because their theme is like very colorful and fun and bright and cheery. So um, badge important. So I kind of wanted to go over badge and business cards. Business cards is a huge thing at Alt Summit. They do this huge thing where they put like a wall of magnets and you can put your business card and you can exchange cards. You can like sit there half a day just looking at business cards and looking at all the people at the summit. And then they also do a lot of trading. So like every time you go into a, a room, you can like whoever you're sitting next to, you know, you exchange cards and you go, I went through a good hundred over the five days I was there. And I wish I had more. It was just like you leave cards anywhere and everywhere. It's just like a thing. And the funner your card is, more memorable you are. And like a lot of people put real time and money into their cards, like really thick. They added little gemstones. They added glitter. Some people like added um wine uh, keychains and like stickers and um what are they called? Buttons? Like, oh my gosh, it was just crazy. There was so many things. Someone gave me a bracelet, like attached to their business card. Like it was just amazing. Um, but like for those, you know, obviously it's like when you really connect with someone, you give them something special. So I got quite a few of those and it was really, really fun. I will give you a tip on what I did though, because I didn't want to spend $500 on business cards. It was already a very expensive trip to stay at the hotel. So what I did was I had my girlfriend make me mini cards because they would still stand out if they're really small. And they're like half the size of a regular business card. And I had those all printed and then printed on thick paper, it cost me like under $10. And I got like 200 cards made. And it was like, perfect, it didn't take up too much room in my suitcase. I had I'd put cards in every purse and not had to worry about them. I was just like ready to go with cards. And it was cool to have all my um, websites and address and all of that stuff on the card. So it's just like, no one has to write anything down, they can just take a quick picture of it, save it in their phone. And it just works. And that's another tip that I have. I've got a lot of business cards. Like I said, I think I have like 50 or 60 that I kept. And one thing you can do at events is to fold the card in half after someone gives it to you. If you maybe don't want to follow up with them or you want to follow them later, it's not of as important. And then one thing my fiance taught me is what I said about taking photos. So if someone really important gives you a card and you like, are excited. And it's like those one, two people a day that just like, you're like, Oh my God, when I get home, like this is happening. Like I'm going on this podcast or I'm interviewing at this magazine or I'm doing this or that. You want to take a photo of that on your phone. So you don't have to sort through everything. And you're really just going to have that 
no matter what happens, if your purse gets wet, if you lose a card, if you set it down, like I've lost cards before and it sucks. So do that. Um, and if you have the time, you can enter it into your phone, but like you probably won't have time at all. Of them. I didn't have time. Um, so, uh, like I said, I stayed at the Sawaro. This is what I recommend about the hotel. So first of all, I booked the hotel when I found out I got into Alt Summit six months before the actual conference. I booked a room. It was the only style that was available, a one bed, but I planned on having girls come with. So I called them and I asked them for a roll away. Mistake number one, they didn't have a record of me calling. You have to write an email. So make sure if you want anything before you travel anywhere, you write an email. Otherwise, they're going to say that they don't remember or someone will lose the note. I mean, like think about a hotel desk. It just stuff gets lost. So that was a mistake. Um, and I ended up not having one of my girlfriends come and stay in my room because I literally couldn't get a rollaway bed the entire time. And they wouldn't upgrade my room either. And that was something that also was discussed on the phone that if they didn't have a rollaway bed, they would upgrade my room, which never happened. This particular hotel really reminded me of Vegas slash LA. Like it was too much because there's music going on constantly. We're next to the pool. There's people just banging on the walls, being loud, drinking. Like I could just, it was harder to sleep. And I really had to get good sleep that whole week. And it wasn't my favorite place in terms of the like partiness of it. The hotel is okay, but it's not like fancy. It's not like the most well-kept. And for almost $1,500, I spent, uh, I definitely feel like I could have stayed somewhere else. I mean, for uh, that was a lot nicer. I ended up going to the Riviera and the other hotel, the Ace, and they were much, much nicer. And it was a very over, like it was very expensive as well to sit down in the restaurant even for a coffee in the morning. It was just not ideal. And it, the reception desk and just the way I was treated during that week, especially with the issues that I had, I just, I had had it. I was so ready to go home. And usually when you go on a vacation and you're ready to leave, it's like, it wasn't the best. And I just have to say, I expressed that to the hotel manager and he tried making it all better. He's like, next time you come, I'll give you a room. Um, you know, we'll get you a cabana outside. Cause I was like, we couldn't even sit on the cabanas cause they were reserved. Like, but we're staying in the hotel and you're giving them to outside people. Like there was a lot of little things like that, that I was critiquing and that I said, you know, annoyed me for how much I paid. And he saw that. So he was trying to make it right. But he's still, it's been four days since the conference. I still have not received my package. I have not received any information on whether even I'll get my package. So that was very frustrating. Um, so this is the first year that Alt Summit has an app. And if I love apps and especially when it's for an event and you can connect with everybody, I used it to my advantage. If you're listening and you were at Alt Summit, you know, I messaged you. I was so excited that a month beforehand, I reached out to every single person that I thought was in alignment with health, wellness, uh, beauty, or even a photographer because photographers, I wanted to talk to whoever was taking photos and offer my services. We had a beauty suite. Like I wanted to set it up where it was like a beauty room. Anyone could come to and get lashes, makeup or hair done. And I thought this would be a great way for me to make some of the money back that I'd spent on the hotel. So, and I love doing this at events anyway. I'd always tour and whatever I do, I always offer beauty services to like speakers or attendees of like whatever conference or summit I go to. And I'm like at a different one every single month. So anyways, I, um, I offered it to all, but they already had a, uh, a team of, of beauty people. And so I was like, cool, you know what, I'm going to offer it to all the speakers and any of the attendees that I like 
you know, I can just kind of sort through and see what girl has makeup, what she, who really cares, like what she looks like. And so I just would message them. And I connected with so many people that way, because I don't think anyone utilized the app. So if they have an app next year, like I'll do it again, but I think that there's going to be more interactions on there. Um, it came as, you know, people get busy and when they think about, Oh, they're going on a trip, they don't want to then spend even more time, you know, on an app, you know, talking about going on the trip. And, but for me, it was a huge, um, advantage. And I actually had, like over five people book with me. We had lots of hair and makeup appointments and especially a lot of lash appointments. Like I said, I had over a hundred of those. So it, it ended up working out really well. And I basically got my trip paid for with all the money that I had spent to get there. I was trying to be really savvy um, with the launch of Lash Binder and everything that was going on. It was like, I couldn't afford another trip after just getting back from Bali. So I figured um, I would try to make, try to hustle. Anyways, um, there were uh, in terms of food or alcohol at the actual summit before we dive into like all the other stuff i must say that i did not know it was going to be like a dry uh conference it makes sense because they did give away quite a lot of tickets that i know of or they you know people won them and things like that but there was no alcohol and i after 8 hours on my feet walking around it's just nice to have a glass of wine like i wish there was drink tick like a drink ticket per each night or like a glass of champagne or just like something or even one champagne toast i think that would have made it really special and really made it felt more upbeat like i don't know upper class because i just felt like going like I I feel like people spend a lot of money on their tickets and their hotel and their outfits and their accessories and networking and their cards and like all these things. And I just felt like we wanted to have more of like a dressier night where we almost have like a gala. And it was really cool that they had um, buffets and stuff for us. And they did have mocktails um, one night, but the food was was frustrating for a lot of people. I heard so many people complain about their diet diets. You know, a lot of people had like gluten allergies or sensitivities to certain things. People that were on like real just diets of being healthy, like they served like Doritos and soda at the one of the hotels, um, the Riviera, the the main one. Like the the second day we were there, so we were outside working at the marketplace and we literally had to like go find food. There was no food for vendors. And that's another big expense, right? Like any vendor who's standing out in the sun all day in really hot heat in Palm Springs, like would be nice to have like water and the hotel ran out of coffee. I've never heard of that in any city I've ever been in, in my entire life, any conference. Um, so something happened with the hotel. I don't think it was Alt's fault, but I mean, people were like, driving to Starbucks and Ubers to get a coffee because everyone's tired. You know, it was like it, the heat takes a lot out of you. If you, you know, if you're going to hot climate, sometimes the, the heat just kills. And so I think for anyone having any sort of event, if you have vendors outside, like make sure they're taken care of, they have proper covering. We were doing makeup and everyone, I was sweating. We had no coverage. Um, you know, people that don't have to sit in the direct sunlight, like maybe move them, move them into a shadier area. And then people that are vending that just have like t-shirts hanging up, like put those people in the sun, little things like that. And I know this was their first year doing um, a marketplace, but maybe someone from their team will hear this and make those little small adjustments because they make such a big difference. And maybe a list of like food or places we could go or like a group order that we could do and all chip in an amount like knowing the other vendors beforehand so that we could like plan lunch or take breaks for each other. Because once you're at your booth, you're stuck there the entire time. And if it wasn't for me, um, Tyler would have had to sit at the booth and not be able to even go to the bathroom and like miss sales and miss stuff like that. So it would have been nice if they did during the conference, because there was keynote speakers and stuff that spoke where way less people were outside. Like if they would have said, Hey, like take this 20 minutes, put like a coming back later or I'll be back in 10 minutes, sign on your booth, like, or someone will watch it for you. And you could go to the bathroom, you could go eat, you could do whatever. I didn't eat 
So it was really bad. And I really suffered the second night because I was in the hot sun. I didn't have any water. And then I wanted some coffee. So I got coffee, but I was like, just had taken a bite of a sandwich that was provided and someone wanted to get their makeup done. And like, I just felt like I needed to do it because I was just eating at the booth. And I just, I feel like I should have also removed myself from there and just went and did like a, but I, it's also one of the first times I've, I've done that with just a chair by myself. So I'd probably put a sign or something just like be back in 10 minutes. Um, so those are just side notes from the actual marketplace. It was really great, but I felt like a lot of the attendees didn't know where we were located. I heard the next day, a lot of people like, Oh, I was looking for you. I didn't see you guys. I didn't see the beauty booth. Um, and it wasn't really highlighted in like, you know, marketplace this way, like signs and things like that. And because it was only at one hotel and there was so many people that didn't even go to that hotel, I feel like we missed a lot of traffic. Um, and I think that if it was me, I would have had the summit at a different hotel each day or like two days at one hotel, two days at another hotel, because people are so spread out. And I know you kind of want to also disperse them too, because like maybe it would be overwhelming to have everyone at one place. But I think even if you niched it down to two hotels, I just think for anyone at the marketplace, you know, I, I talked to the other vendors there as well. And we were both, we were all experiencing low sales and not a lot of traffic because there was so many other attendees at other places. And the marketplace was the perfect amount of time. I will say two days is, is, is great. Like eight to five thirty each day. That isn't, is a nice amount of time, but you know, making sure that everyone comes by would have, would have helped, I think all the businesses a lot better. And I didn't know that we could split booth booths either. We did it very, very last minute, but another booth next to us split like six different vendors in one booth area. And I thought that was a really amazing because now you're only paying like a couple hundred dollars each. And that's way more affordable for, you know, small businesses. So that was also cool. And I hope to see more vendors next year. I'm already thinking of what my topics are going to be on clean beauty next year. And so, yeah, I'm just excited about that too. So I also wanted to talk about the organization. So I felt that because there were so many announcements on the app, and they weren't really made beforehand. They were just scattered and people didn't know what was going on. The buses or the shuttles, as, as they were called, were hyped up like that they would have like food and drinks on them the whole time. There was never one drink on any of the shuttles that I went on. And, you know, I just thought that there would be like more snacks. Like I saw like a kind bar once, um, but that was all that I saw. And I, and they made it sound like it was more of like a party shuttle, like really fun and interactive, but it wasn't like that it was just like a bus that you went on and it was a really long bus ride to get to each hotel. And then a lot of them, they weren't consistent. So we didn't know what the hotel sh shuttle schedule was. We just saw that it said this hour to this hour, like eight to five. But hotel shuttles were running earlier and later than what the sign said, and they didn't come at the same time every day. Like the first day I went outside at eight and there was no shuttle. And the next day there was, and then sometimes the shuttle would come in 15 minutes and then sometimes it would come in 40 minutes. So it wasn't consistent. It wasn't like every half hour on the hour. And I just wish it was a little bit more consistent in that way. I just struggled because I had certain meetings I was supposed to be in. And so I was late to a couple things and I ended up Ubering. And I noticed that a lot of people, a lot of other women were Ubering as well. And that can't be a good sign because if there's supposed to be shuttles that take you everywhere, you know, like it should work a little bit better. Um, and in terms of where things were, there wasn't ample signage. So for example, there was a clothing swap at the Saguaro and no one could find it. I was like out in the lawn looking for the room. And then I saw the second day that they posted a map, but that should have been posted before because we would have been able to go in the map and see it. And the few people I talked to about the map didn't know that the map even existed. I told them about it. So I did notice that too. And then the first workshop I went to, I realized that 
I was going to have way less people at my workshop because I walked in and there was about 20 people in the room and like 80 people on the app that signed up. And the app is cool because you can pick what time each thing is on the app. But the problem was you could pick multiple things during a time frame. So if I'm like, oh, I want to go to the flat lay workshop. Oh, I want to go to that photography workshop. And I want to go to the queen beauty workshop all at one o'clock. All three of us get notifications that we're going to have you in our class. So the app needs to be improved in that way that you can choose one and then you're locked in and the other options should go away because you shouldn't, now that you're looking at those other ones, you're like, oh, I could just like skip it. And then, you know, people that like me that prepared huge presentations and giveaways, now I have all this extra product. I ended up giving product to every single one person in my workshop. Um, and like more than one thing because I just had all these giveaways. So it was great for the people that came to my workshop, but I was expecting closer to 75, not like 50 or 40 people. So, um, that's just what I have to say about that. And then in terms of the, the speakers, I really did love the variety. I got to listen to Joanna Gaines, the keynote the first day. That was pretty cool. Um, it was very mommy centric. Like I feel like she talked about her family a lot. So I didn't really, um, I mean, it's great to always hear from, from different moms, but I definitely didn't technically like benefit from from a lot of the things she said or at least what I heard but I really did like seeing her there and um it was cool to see everyone in one room you know I felt like most people were in that main room maybe like a thousand women which was really really powerful and amazing um and I flew in like hitting the ground running so I also set up a styled shoot. And I know that sounds crazy to some people. They're like, whoa, you're doing like all this stuff, but that's how I thrive. And that's how I connect. And so I just love doing things like that when I'm at a new place, right? So I get to meet more people and be a little bit closer with them. So what we ended up doing is I ended up booking a jeweler, a makeup artist, a hairstylist, a model, Chelsea Williams, a photographer, Arlene Esterwood, um, a makeup company, Aether Beauty, um, uh, jewelry by Agapantha, and then Brooke Clark, who was hair and makeup. And um, we did this really amazing thing with Bay Area Events, which is my event company and styled shoot company. And I booked everybody. And when, when I landed, I had everyone come to the Saguaro and we got the model ready and shot her outside by the pool and did like some really, really cool, amazing photography. So right when I landed, it was literally like nine in the morning and we started our photo shoot and then a couple other people joined as well. And it was really, really cool. Um, and a lot of other people I noticed came with friends or family and kids. So for me, I knew that it was going to be overwhelming and I like my space, especially when around people all day. And it's fun to think that you're going to stay with your friend for three days, but I actually was so relieved to be by myself in at night when I went to bed. Like literally that's all I wanted to do was sleep. And so you kind of like use your hotel room as just like a changing showering and sleeping place. It's not like a, like really a hangout spot because there's always something going on. So I really enjoyed spending three days alone. And then the last three days, Serena, my, um, one of my head stylist in Washington state, she flew in to help me with my workshop and also do some styling on a couple of the girls for their photo shoots. And she just helped conduct the workshop. She helped um, record it and set everything up and do a lot of the giveaways during that. And so it was amazing having her there. And it wasn't her at all. But like by then I was almost like irritated because I couldn't get any peace and quiet by myself. And I know that about myself. Like I can't spend more than one or two days with somebody that isn't my fiance just because I'm like full 24 hours, 24 seven, because I just, I really need my space and I'm just, I mean, I'm such an extrovert, but I'm an introvert too. So if you feel me, give me a shout out, um, on Instagram. So I, um, met 
Tyla right away and we were really excited. Um, and so we went to the opening party and Gabby was there, the founder. She is just this amazing woman and she complimented me on my dress and I was so excited. I was like, Hey, like I'm Cassandra. We were chatting and she's like, Oh my God, we've been on email. And it was just really cool. Like she knew exactly who I was and she was so excited, uh, for clean beauty throughout the week. So, um, Aether podcast dropped the next day, the first day of the um, pop-up marketplace. So after the party, I literally went home, slept, woke up, went to the marketplace, and I did lashes on 100, 100 people. I ran out of lashes. I had to go raid Walgreens late night, and literally I, I bought out the entire store with all the lashes so that I had another 100 pair to go back and do the next day. Um, there was a taco buffet for lunch and it was pretty good, but again, this is just something that they did that didn't work the best for everyone. They gave you a card with what, where you could go eat and like a half hour time frame, so like 1230 to one o'clock, you could go to the, the taco buffet. And I know they were trying to filter everyone through. So it wasn't like the craziest, longest line, but that didn't work because like, on the break that I had, I went on my break. Like I just, you know, I, I didn't have time to keep like whatever. And I was so hungry. I was at the marketplace. And so they didn't really take into account who's working, who's going to be outside all day. Like who needs to eat first kind of thing. And so I was just dying along with Tyla in the booth. Um, and so I met Aria she is the founder of Mob Boss, with the, which is Mommies of um, Mommies in Business. Sorry, Mom, Mommy Owned Businesses. <laughs> and it was really cool to meet her and talk to her about her event in San Diego. I'm super excited to be doing a lash bar there and doing her makeup um, um, in September. So check that out if you guys are looking for another event to go to soon. I'll also be at Wedding MBA. So that one is more for wedding event for professionals and it's in Vegas and I'm actually doing a giveaway um, for a reviewer. So if you want to review the podcast, you can actually win $700, over $700 in skincare and makeup, clean beauty products. So go on our Instagram if you want to know more about that. So the first night there was a drag show in the evening. The party was fun, but... Literally, the food was popcorn and pretzels, which so many of us had not eaten dinner. It would have been nice to have something a little bit more or push the party back later because no one had time to go to dinner after being in Summit workshops all day and then going straight into the party with like no real food. So I felt like a lot of us were just exhausted, didn't have time to go home and shower and change. Like it was a conversation on one of the shuttles on the way back. And I felt the same way. I'm like, Oh my God, I want to take a 30 minute nap or I want to take a bath real quick or something. But everyone was like, Oh my God, we got to go to that thing. And it ended up being the longest line I've ever seen in my entire life. The line went out the hotel around the side of the building and around the back. It was like Justin Bieber was there when I was 15. Like it was crazy to get into this party um, slash giveaway thing. So they told everybody, bring a bag and you could fill it up with goodies, like a swag party, a swag bag party or whatever. And that the goodies were going to be really amazing. And it was going to be like, they were going to be like top notch products. Right. So I got like two coffee mugs, one for Tyla, one for Twyla. It's funny. My publicist's name is Twyla. Um, and I got like a pair of earrings and a little bit of confetti. It was fun, but it wasn't worth waiting in an hour and a half line when I was super hungry. So I went into the bar and I got, um, some nachos and literally ate them in line. I was so hungry. Um, so that's what happened. Um, and then I picked up all the swag for, for my giveaway. So I did a giveaway at my workshop. If you went and followed me on iTunes on the podcast and then showed Serena, you would get um, a clean beauty t-shirt and also potentially another item, like a beauty item. So Lux Heavenly Bodies, LBH, um, LBH Skincare, uh, Kudarat, Kukuru, Flora and Fauna, Lash Binder, To Go Spa. These were some of the brands that um, sent in product and we gave away at the workshop uh, as well as a as a bag too of at the end. Um, so that was really cool. And on the 
I think this is the third day now, I um, had met the ladies who run the Beauty Mavens Collective podcast. It was amazing. And I listened to an episode and I was like, oh, we have to meet up and record. And so I was on their podcast, which was really fun, unplanned and unexpected, which is part of the beauty of Alt Summit. Um, And then finally, Serena flew in and we did the workshop and Paige Major, shout out to her videographer. She is so sweet and came and did professional video of my talk. So I can't wait for that to go up on my website. Uh, And then I met a gal that runs a magazine. It's called Epiphiana. Sorry, I'm I'm just butchering that. Um, it's E-P-I-F-I-A-N-I-A. And she has this cool online blog magazine. And I interviewed for that all about clean beauty. And um, Twyla came and basically surprised me. And she drove all the way from LA to come to my workshop. Like how sweet is that? She was, I mean, she literally came to the workshop and then took me to, to, like breakfast brunch and then we went shopping and then she took me back like to the summit it was amazing so shout out to twyla from modern woman pr you're the best um so i got ready for the party and the closing party was insane so i hope he's saying his name right billy rafal rafool uh leanne and michelle they're comedians i was looking forward to seeing them they were so so amazing uh the real brooke white um, and then the Maybell series. And then there was like a, a Disney, like a real life Disney princess singer that like sings on Disney, like amazing, amazing. She was singing like Pocahontas. Um, and after that, I was all dressed up. I was pumped. Serena really um, wanted to see the town. And so I decided that we were going to go out to a um, drag bar. And it was really fun. We ended up watching like 30 minute um, show, like right down the street at this cool little bar and had a drink. And then we went back to the hotel to sleep. And that was pretty much the, the whole entire um, five days, six days. And I have to give a shout out to Jennifer hearing uh, for from slated for more. She did a lash binder giveaway. And it was, she was just amazing at the, I've seen her so many times. I got to hang out with her. She's so, so amazing. And, um, it was funny. Everyone kept complaining that there was no eyelash Emma joy or Emma joy on the app. Like on, they all Venmoed me money and PayPal me and stuff. And they're like, how come there's no eyelash? Um, Emma joy. Is that how I say it? Emma joy. I used to say it wrong. Um, and I thought it was really, really funny, um, because there isn't one. So I'm complaining to Apple or whoever is in charge of that. I, that needs to be changed right now. Um, and I think that's about it. I mean, if I forgot something, please do tell. I definitely brought, Ooh, the clothing swap. So I was so excited about this freaking clothing swap. So what you do, you go to this like market like little area and you bring stuff that you don't really want to wear anymore that's like in good condition so I brought a pair of shoes some like some hair accessories um some lashes and like a shirt or two and a bag and I I brought everything there and I literally got a pin like a pin of like a dragonfly and I put it on my dress the first day but that was all that was in there so that was like a disappointment because I thought way more people were going to do that because of how many people signed up on the app um and then the last day we did this we did it again because it was like multiple days um and it was a little bit better but I still didn't get anything like it wasn't anything that I wanted people like my stuff but I just I don't know I I was I don't know. I wish that would be better, but it was nice because I got to empty my suitcase out and then put in the goodies that I did get. Um, one thing I will also say, I know I'm jumping around a lot here and I'm tongue twistering all day long. Um, but there was a gal that had a heart purse. Um, it was oversized. It was super, super big. Um, and she had that every single day, no matter what she was wearing. And for me, it was like, oh yeah, the girl with the heart purse. Like I just, I don't even know who she is, but it was, I would say do like a signature, like look 
shoes, bracelet, like something that people can identify you because there's so many people. And if you want to talk to someone or you want to like, you know, you want to feel less alone at those things. So it's kind of cool to have like identifying things because we can all start to look alike when we're wearing rainbows and wearing a, a lanyard badge, right? So you kind of want to like stick out. Like there's this one girl who had a rainbow purse and she also stuck out and like she even posted about it afterwards. Like, hey, everyone asked me about my rainbow purse. This is where I got it. Um, but I had fun, beautiful dresses every day. And I really did. Uh, I did have like a YSL purse I used for like almost most of the days. Um, and most people were like, Oh, you're the eyelash girl. Someone called me the eyelash fairy. Um, they're like, Oh my God, can you do my eyelashes again? Because the lashes I did on everyone, I gave them a box and told them they could use them again. And if they wanted to get them re-put on the next day to come find me. So I was doing that. It was hilarious. It was so fun though. Um, and so I thought I would share that. Definitely, I guess last takeaways would be to have a water bottle. They did provide one at the first day, but it didn't stay. It wasn't like one of those metal ones. So I brought like a canister and that helped keep my drink cold all day versus the one that got warm that they gave us, which was which was so super, super nice of them. And I, and it was not, it's a nice uh, bottle from All Modern, but uh, it didn't really keep anything cold or hot. So I would say bring your own mug, be sustainable, avoid straws. Don't be one of those, you know, unless it's an eco-friendly straw, don't take straws when you're at restaurants and stuff. Remember to try to stay sustainable. Um, and we actually didn't have a microwave in our room, which was another bummer about the hotel. Like they had a mini fridge, but not like anything a way for us to heat up our water or a coffee or or our food like we wanted to take pizza home one night and we couldn't um and there was a really good pizza place across the street by the way that had deep dish pizza so i do recommend that place and then a uh, farm was the place we went for brunch downtown uh, uh palm springs and it was amazing it was like a french inspired place and we had a mimosa serena and i and it was just like gorge and one thing I regret. So this is actually about what I didn't do. So I didn't go to Joshua Tree. And everyone was talking about going to Joshua Tree. There's actually two things I regret. I also regret not doing yoga early morning. I just, I don't know how, I just am not a 6am wake up early morning person. But Alaska Airlines was doing yoga for everybody. And I didn't go to Joshua Tree. I wish I would have drove out with some someone. I heard it's very spiritual and that a lot of the girls went for like sunrise or sunset, uh, sunrise, right? Sunrise, yeah. And um, I don't know, I just missed it and I was bummed about that. And then another big bummer that I heard from a lot of people um, is the whole thing with the private dinners. So I... I was the last one to think that I was not going to get a, a dinner invite. So what they did is all the sponsors decided that they were going to host dinners for the attendees, for select attendees. So out of like 1600 people, like, you know, Alaska hosted 40 people and the dinners are just not regular dinners. It looked like a wedding setup, like beautiful flowers and linen and napkins and like your name badge and, or like your name, like a name, uh, placeholder thing. And like, just like, just amazing. And then they gift you things. So Alaska gave round trip airfare to anybody, to everyone who came, uh, for like free. And so like anywhere in the U S or something, a lot of people got amazing things. Um, and I actually didn't get invited. And so one of the announcements was funny though. It said, if you were invited to more than one dinner, make sure you pick one. And it made people feel excluded. I definitely feel I felt that way. But then after talking to other people, they felt like total FOMO and they went all that way. And they felt, especially that all posted photos of the dinner to the other attendees, because there was not a way that we knew how we were selected. We just felt like we did something wrong or we didn't do something. And so I feel like it's awesome. I'm happy for all the women who got amazing gifts um, and dinners, but we all had to fund for ourselves. And like I said, we all paid so much money to get there. We all were so excited. And then our friends leave us and go to these amazing dinners and come back with all these stories and new friends. So it just kind of made us feel a little bad. And then 
um, the second to last day, there was a meetup for beauty pros and I was so excited to go to it. Um, and I went and I thought, like, I literally started thinking like, did people just like not come and they didn't, or they went somewhere else and they don't want me to go. Like I started thinking all these things, like being paranoid and it come to find out, I called the the host of the meetup and she's like, Oh, I missed my flight. My husband's in the hospital. Like we're not even doing that. And I was like, why didn't all like say something or announce something or like alert us or something. I just felt like there was so many meetup little side meetups that I went to and like people didn't know where it was or who was in charge and like where to go. And like, it was just a little crazy. And especially you're like walking or traveling to this place and you think you're going to be late and you're like hurrying and then you get there and then you're like, where is everybody? And you have no contact info for anyone. So I think, you know, anyone hosting meetups should have like a contact phone number. I had to go roundabout ways to try to find out how the heck to get a hold of this person. And luckily I had friended her on the app before and I had her number that way. But otherwise I wouldn't even, even have known that because other people came looking for the group too. And they were like, am I in the right place? And I'm like, but the coordinator's not here. So I ended up like taking over and then merging with another group, which ended up being fine. It was just kind of chaotic. And that's the last thing you want to do at dinner time when you think you're going to meet, you know, these certain people and talk about this certain topic. And I don't know, you just plan your day and then it kind of all goes awry. So it's nice for, it's fun when some things don't go as planned, but when it's like, just constantly like issue after issue after issue, it starts to get exhausting. And I think that's why so many people were leaving early or, you know, they just had been to alt before and they want to come later. Um, but a lot of people I talked to left on the third day or they're flying in, they just got in on the third day or the fourth day. And then they were just staying two days, which I think if I go to alt ever again, I hope I can speak there next year. Um, I hope they don't hate me after this, but I would probably only do three or four days just because of what I, you know, with my business and just everything, I think, um, unless I'm doing podcasting the whole time, I just don't know if it would, if it would work. And, um, I think the installations were like really the the highlight for so many people. You, there was a lot of makers things where you can make little crafts and the, the sponsors really did treat us so, so well. And it was really amazing to be surrounded by so many women. It was such a positive energy. So many friends were made and it wasn't about like, who you were, where you from and like how old you were anything. It was like so inclusive. I didn't feel any cattiness when I was there at all. It was so open and loving and it was a very honest group of people too. It was very like a couple of people left their sunglasses or phone like at our booth and they all got their stuff back or they had come back and like people were just super open and, 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 and open to receiving too. And people weren't like going there and like just talking up stuff and then like not following through. Like everyone I talked to actually followed through with what they were going to do. And that was like the biggest positive because I've been to other expos and shows and I talked to brands or I'm, I'm talking about a partnership or a deal or a podcast interview. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, I never hear from them. And even if I, and then I'm stuck following up, like this conference was so different because women literally would like be like, okay. And then they text you five minutes later and then they're like, all right, where are we meeting tomorrow morning? Let's get coffee. Let's go. And like, that's how I got a podcast interview and a magazine interview all while I was there. And even more, I had a lot of side meetings too. And so, I mean, it, it was just so great. And then I got a call from wedding MBA about doing a lash bar pop-up while I was there. So I was like, oh my gosh, like this is just sending waves through the universe right now. It was like such a positive vibe energy. Like I loved it. So highly recommend investing in your ticket. I think there's only a couple days left to get your ticket for under $500. It might actually not even be um, available anymore, but they go up from there to 600, then 800, then they go up to a thousand and then 1200, closer to $1,200 you know, next year. And the dates were announced for, I believe, March 1st through 6th of 2020. So if you're looking to go and you're contemplating, definitely buy your ticket. You can always like transfer it out later or resell it, but it's smart to get it because they do sell out every year. And the keynotes in the past have been people like Oprah and Jessica Alba. And I mean, in terms of networking, I had I had been on a couple YouTube channels. I had done many collaborations with other 
podcasters. Like I have so many fun things that are going to be coming up that I'm not going to talk about yet because they're all under wraps, but so many amazing things that are happening and watch out for Renegade Craft Fair coming up in San Francisco in a few weeks at the Fort Mason Pavilion. I have some exciting stuff happening there. So stay tuned, stay clean and let's get 1500 ingredients banned. This whole podcast is dedicated to regulating the US market, the cosmetic industry. It is it is way behind Europe and we don't need to be, we don't deserve to be. We shouldn't be a dumping ground for other countries to dump toxic, harmful, cancer-ridden ingredients um in products here we need to have standards we need to have regulations we need to ban 1500 ingredients and get up to beauty counter standards we need to not let fragrance be in products that we put on our bodies and we inhale in our lungs um i really 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 hope that you will leave a review on itunes on clean beauty and talk about you know, a takeaway that you heard from the podcast, something, an episode that you loved or someone you loved hearing from, because that'll give me an indication of what you want to hear more of. And to me, that's the most important thing is speaking directly to you. I want to know who my listeners are. That's why we're on Instagram every single day, connecting with every single person, because every conversation is important around clean beauty. It doesn't matter if you had cancer or you're just starting to have itchy skin. It doesn't matter where you're at in your clean beauty journey. If you use all, you know, Chanel, or if you only use hundred percent pure, it doesn't matter. It's such an inclusive community and it's a revolution that's growing. And I'm so, so honored to be here doing this and being the leader in clean beauty on this hit podcast and just getting thousands of listeners all over the world to tune in together and take a fight, take a stance against, you know, the regulations and, you know, change, make that change and be the change that you want to see in the world with your purchasing power, your buying decisions. You know, every dollar is it's important. Your, your dollar counts and it, it counts as a vote. Every single dollar counts as a vote. And so when you vote on fragrant shampoo that goes into our oceans and pollutes our oceans, you, that's what you are spending your money on and polluting our planet, polluting our bodies, polluting our families, polluting our communities. So something to think about. And I hope to see you all at my workshop next year at Alt Summit and so many other fun places that are coming up soon. So make sure to stay tuned on CassandraMcClure.com. That's where you can find podcast information and where I'll be next. And just be sure to follow us at Clean Beauty Podcast on Instagram. Talk to you soon. All right, so that's it for this week's episode on the Clean Beauty Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, and don't forget to head over to iTunes to review, rate, and subscribe to the channel. Until next week, stay beautiful.